Welcome back to the Curate Your Life with Demetria podcast, where we focus on curating your life and image from the inside out so the life you're living matches the life you dream about. Today, we're going to do some work. So if you're listening to this in the car or while you're getting ready for the day, that's when I listen to podcasts in the morning, in the shower, and while I do my hair and makeup. Yes, I said what I said. Or if you have me in your ear while you're working, give it a quick listen and then make some time to come back and really spend some time answering the questions that I'm going to pose. We are going to look at your life today. And if you just groaned and rolled your eyes, or if you're thinking about skipping this one, I would say that's all the more reason to stay here and to plan to come back and spend some time with what I'm about to give you. It's still technically the beginning of the year. This is just week two, but July will be here before you know it. We'll be halfway through the year and you'll be asking yourself where the year went. Well, this year you will know because you're going to live your life with intention. You're going to be purposeful about how you go through your days. At least I hope you will. And I will promise you, if you approach your days with intention and purpose, if you plan your life and not just let it happen to you, you will get to July and you will not only know where the year went, you'll know what you did, how you lived, what you accomplished. And when I say what you accomplished, I don't mean how many things you check off your to-do list. I mean what your life looks like how you're living your life, and who you have become. For example, to build a successful coaching business, I have to not only be a great coach, but I have to become a CEO. And what that means as a solopreneur in this stage of my journey is I have to market, I have to keep up with tech, bookkeeping, networking, keep honing my coaching skills, all the things. But in the process, I'll become a successful entrepreneur with a thriving coaching business. I won't be the same T that I am now. And I'm not the same T who embarked on this journey a couple of years ago. A couple of years ago, I became a coach to coach people and help them the way coaching had helped me. And I wasn't exactly sure how, but I thought I'd get certified and coach. I didn't know the how and what it entailed becoming a CEO and all the things that I listed. I didn't know the how, but I figured it out along the way and I'm still figuring it out. And I became, I am becoming the who I need to be to make this happen. And y'all, let me just tell you, I feel different. I feel more confident, more capable I feel more, oh yeah, I can do that. And if I can't do it now, I can figure it out because I have become that person who figures things out and who is not afraid to get it wrong and try, try again. So when you live your life on purpose and you're willing to look at where you are now, you will be able to look back and realize that you're not the same person you will see and be amazed at who you have become. So we're going to look at where you are now in your life. You are going to look at where you are now in your life. This is your life, 
your call, your responsibility. And since no one else is in charge or responsible for your life, don't you think it would be a great idea to take a little time and do an assessment? I do. So let's go. I want you to rate the major areas of your life on a scale from one to 10. And this is what I do a lot of times when I'm doing a consultation with a potential client. This is where we start. Where are you in your life and why? We need to know this before we can talk about where you want to go. So for example, I'm going to give you a silly example, but if you're trying to get directions to Saskatchewan, you need to be very specific about where you're starting from. If your directions have you starting from Montana, but you're really in Texas, you're going to have a hard time getting there. Even if your GPS is on it and it's guiding you step by step, if you're thinking that you're in Montana and it's only going to take you eight and a half hours, but you're really in Texas and it's going to take you 26 hours, you're going to get frustrated at hours 10, 12, and 13 and be ready to quit when you still haven't made it at hour 20. You're going to be frustrated because it's taking so long to get there, but it's really taking the exact right amount of time based on where you started. You just were not clear on where you were starting. Where in contrast, if you knew you were starting in Texas and it was going to be 26 hours at hour 20, you would be ecstatic that most of the trip is behind you. Saskatchewan is on the horizon. You can celebrate almost being to your destination and me almost being done with this example. And side note, you want to celebrate all along the way. So knowing where you're starting from is not going to make getting to your destination any longer or any harder. It can actually help you get there faster and more efficiently. Knowing where you're starting may give you the determination to double down on your efforts to get to your destination quicker. So in our journey to Saskatchewan, we may decide that instead of a 26-hour drive, we'll spring for a flight that'll get us there in a fraction of the time. Knowing where you're starting from won't make your journey harder. It gives you data to work from and to take into consideration when you're planning. The number on the scale is a data point. Your goal weight is another data point. Then you get to formulate the plan of how you get to your goal. And you use the scale to gather more data as you go. Kind of like mile markers on the highway. Are the numbers moving toward your goal? If so, great, keep going. If they're not, assess what needs to change and make the change. And we'll talk about this in a future episode, but that number on the scale is not a stain on your character or a reflection of your worth. It's data. But if you don't know where you started and after a few weeks you get on the scale and you realize you have a ways to go, you won't know if you've made progress, gone backwards, or stalled. And that's not to say you can't use other ways to track, like how you feel or how your clothes fit, but you still need to have some awareness of where you're starting in those areas if that's what you're going to measure. Say you're wanting to save for a house. You need to know what you have now, how much you want to save, and what you can afford to put aside. 
not just hope to someday have enough for a down payment. Or if you want to get more done in your life, you have to get honest about where and how you're spending your time to know if you're wasting time. Do a time audit. Track how you really spend your time for a few days. Not just think, oh, I spend a few hours watching TV every night or I check Facebook sometimes. Really look at it and be certain of how you're spending your time. And then you will know for sure where you can find time to do the things that you want to do. And just a side note, if you want a time audit, send me an email at info at coachdemetria.com and I will send you one. It's very eye-opening. Okay, so today we're going to figure out how you rate the major areas of your life. And then you'll know, yeah, I'm killing it in these areas or these areas could use some work or I really need to focus on these things. And from there, you can decide what, if anything, to do about it. But you will be making an educated decision about your life, the one you are responsible for, the one no one else can change. So let's go. So get a piece of paper and you're going to rate each of these areas on a scale of one to 10, one being the lowest and 10 being the highest. And then you're going to go back and write down why you ranked it that way and what it would take to make it a 10. So we're going to start with your emotional health, how you deal with stress, how you cope in situations, how you feel overall, how you react to things. Rate that on a scale from 1 to 10, 1 being the lowest, 10 being the highest. And then we're going to look at your physical health, your weight, your nutrition, exercise, sleep, whether there's an illness, and you rank that on a scale of 1 to 10. Next, we look at career or business, career planning, workplace relationships, skills, your management or leadership skills, entrepreneurial skills, if those apply to you. Rank what applies to you in career and business on a scale of 1 to 10. Next is time, how you manage your time, your productivity level, your rest and leisure time. Rank those on a scale of 1 to 10. And then we'll look at your environment or your physical space, your home, your office, your car, how it functions, the design, the organization. Rank your environment on a scale of 1 to 10. Next is money, budgeting, financial planning, beliefs about money, your relationship with your money. How would you rank that on a scale of 1 to 10? And last is relationships, your relationship with yourself, your significant other, your family, your friends. Rank your relationships on a scale of 1 to 10. So after you've gone through and you've ranked each area, emotional health, physical health, career and business, time, environment or physical space, money, relationships, after you've ranked those on a scale of 1 to 10, go back 
and write down why you rated each one what you did. And then write down what it would take to make each one a 10 if they're not at a 10. And then I'm going to tell you, and I'm giving you for free what I tell my clients, pick one and start working on it. And it can be low hanging fruit for a quick win. You can decide to do something like spend a couple of weekends organizing your home, or it can be something that you want to go all in on to totally change your life, like a career change. But what I will tell you either way is to pick one thing to focus on and break it down into small pieces, even the low hanging fruit. If you're organizing, break it down into areas, closets, bedroom, kitchen with time limits. If it's a major thing like a career change, break it down into small doable steps with a timeline. This is how you curate your life. This is what I do with my clients. I guide them step-by-step in one-on-one sessions and help them navigate the things that come up along the way. And things will come up along the way. But if you stay focused on where you want to go, assess your progress along the way to realize how far you've come and don't quit, you got this. And if you need me, I'm here for you. Feel free to go to the link in the show notes and schedule a free consultation call. Or another way I can support you in your success is in the Curate Your Life Facebook group. And that's a group of women who are focused on elevating and curating their lives so they're living the lives that they dream about. You're invited to come over and join us. Until next time.